Miso Horny, Miso Prostal, coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So, this abortion stuff keeps being in the news because of the Supreme Court Mississippi case. Was it Mississippi versus Planned Parenthood? And I keep learning interesting facts, so I will share them with you. So one thing is, like, they did a survey, they asked Republicans, like, what was, uh, I don't know, the most important um, issues to them, and abortion was not that high up right now. What was interesting is, actually, it was kind of, you know, woke BS, I think was number one, you know, the economy, education, I think that was the top three, I forget where abortion came in, maybe it was four. And I have the stats on hand for Democrats, but I don't think they're actually that, having it that high of a priority for them either. Like, people thought there was, you know, the, the Texas one, the, the six-week Texas uh, bounty hunter law. People thought that would get people up in arms. Maybe, you know, maybe get the Republicans to really be happy or something. Or get the Democrats to be really angry. And basically, I mean, whatever. It just hasn't. And that law is like, you know, some judge will say, you can't do that law. And then some appellate court will say, yes, you can. And back and forth. And we haven't actually, like, you know, there, there hasn't been, like, a woman. You haven't had a woman... A woman's face and story where she couldn't get an abortion in Texas because of that law. Like, that hasn't happened yet. Maybe when that happens, people will start caring. But, I mean, I guess, I think people don't care about as much about abortion as maybe, as people think. (laughs) I think it's because people have mixed emotions. It's not like every Democrat, you know, thinks you should have abortions right up till uh, the day before birth. And every Republican thinks, you know... Whatever. The mom should die if she's got a malformed fetus. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it, people are actually kind of more in the middle. Both sides are more in the middle. So the politics will kind of have to wait. Um, I think a bunch of the, you know, I guess basically red states have passed laws previously that say if Roe versus Wade is overturned, then boom, this law instantly goes into effect and says, you know, whatever they say, no abortions at all or, no abortions be, be, uh, before a certain time, or no abortions except for rape, incest, life of the mother. I think they got a variety of laws, but a lot of them instantly go into effect, so that'll be interesting. And the Supreme Court, I don't think they're... I don't know. We got, uh, I think, next October. Like, right before next elections is when they'll tell us what they think. And I don't know why. They listen to it now, and then they wait a long time to tell you the, what they think. And Like, so I don't know a lot about, you know how the bread is baked, how the babies are made. And, you know, it's kind of because I'm a man, but I have a feeling that, whatever. I think a lot of women don't know that much about it either. I mean, maybe they learn about it, they get pregnant, and then they start reading uh, a million books. But in any case, I don't have the stats, but they got trimesters, right? That's the first three months, second three months, third three months. And most, or almost all, I'm not sure, uh, abortions happen in the first trimester. I think Roe v. Wade said you could have uh, abortions up till the end of the second. And then I think everyone starts getting real squeamish about abortions in the third. Like, you know, that's almost a baby. Or at least, like, people who support abortion rights are like, yeah, that's almost a baby. You know, and if you oppose abortion rights, then... Whatever. It was a baby a long time ago. Maybe the first day. And so this Mississippi case that's in front of the Supreme Court, uh, I think it's just a total ban on abortions after 15 weeks. And so I think, what, the first trimester, three months would be 12 weeks. 
So basically that's like, whatever, that's the first trimester plus three weeks to decide, which for most abortions would be plenty of time. All right, so 15 weeks. I was listening to NPR. They got a bunch of, you know, this is anecdote, anecdotes, anecdotes, whatever, just individual women stories to tell you why they didn't get an abortion within 15 weeks. I think I listened to maybe three, four stories total. And I think three of them, um, basically, like, they were poor. The abortion place was a long drive away. I think a lot of states, like, it has been allowed where it's like you have to, you have to go to the clinic twice and you have to wait, like, a month in between. <laughs> so, you know, if you, let's see, a month. So, you know, if you, if you decide after the 11th week in those states, then you go there, you know, say you go there in the 12th week, and then, okay, you gotta, you gotta think about it. You gotta think about what you've done, young lady, for a month, and then you go back for your second time to do it. Well, that'd be 16 weeks. You'd be past the 15-week deadline. And I don't know if these, these, these must have been women in Texas, or, I'm, you know, whatever. I'm sure you can find an example of anything. I mean, hell, Alaska, my God. But, uh, you know, there's, there's places in America where it's a four-hour drive to the clinic. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, why is divorce so expensive? Because it's worth it. So, you know, maybe you come up with two four-hour each-way drives if you want to get this done. So I guess basically it's like, oh, the, oh no, the other one is if you're really young. So basically it was like young teens, and then they didn't say this, but poor women of color. Those are the two people who couldn't quite get their stuff together in a 15-week timetable. And uh, I don't know... Anyways, I don't hang out with a lot of young teens, but if you ever talk to a young teen, they are dumb. Like, I don't know if I'd put them in charge of washing my car, much less something else. I guess the outside of the car, but stay out of the inside. And so, so I learned another thing. Uh, why don't women know they're pregnant? Boy, now that I think about these stories, this is almost all the same... There's going to be a kicker at the end, but anyways, almost all the stories were this. They were on birth control. Like, I had previously run through the math talking about the Texas six-week limit, and I'm like, hey, ladies, that gives you plenty of time to uh, see you didn't have your period and then go get an abortion. But apparently, when you're on birth control, I, I imagine this is the pill, but I'm not sure. I think it kind of messes with your... Yeah, it messes, with, it messes with your cycle, the cycle of the moon. And so apparently what can happen is you're like, I mean, you weren't expecting to have your period or, I mean, whatever. Stuff is going to get a little bit gross from starting right now. It's already gross, but it's going to get grosser as we go. But, you know, maybe you weren't expecting your period or your period is light or heavy or I don't know. You know, I don't know what happens. Guys, guys who are listening to this and ladies who are not. But it sounds like some of them are like, whatever. You don't know you're pregnant because you were on birth control. You wouldn't think you were. And then you get like morning sickness or something. And then you got to go pee on a little stick. So, I mean, I got to say, because, you know, I am pro-abortion rights, even though I think Roe v. Wade was, is unconstitutional. But anyways, that makes things sketchy. If you get pregnant while you're on birth control... Now you're screwed, or you're, you you may be about to be, well, having to leave the state to get an abortion after uh, next October. 
All right, and then one of the ladies they were telling the story of, um, like she was trying to get pregnant. Who knows? She's probably old. She's probably old. Biological clock, biological clock ticking, and she was trying to get pregnant, but she got an abortion. Now, why did she? Apparently, it's standard practice for you know if you got a doctor, if you're not whatever, if you got a doctor, if you're not some illegal immigrant who's afraid to do anything in America. At 20 weeks, they do, I think, an ultrasound and some other tests to make sure that your baby's okay. And so, in this lady's case, her baby, baby, fetus, her fetus had, um, it had a watery brain, and the brain was not connected to the spinal cord. And they told her, like, you can have an abortion, or you can have a stillborn later. Your choice. And, like, you know, this lady really wanted a baby, and who knows? She's probably, like, buying baby clothes and just dreaming about this baby and how much she was going to love it. It's really quite sad. It's making me verklempt just thinking about it. But anyway, she's like, I'm getting so emotionally invested in this baby, uh, and now I know what's going on. She's like, I don't want to... I don't want anymore. I don't want to... I don't want to love this baby anymore when it's about to be stillborn in uh, four more months so that was why she got her abortion so anyways if the ban is at 15 weeks like i don't know i don't know if they can start doing checking to see if your baby has a brain at 14 weeks and you got a week to freaking get it in by 15 i mean i don't know but anyways you can see that's a problem not necessarily fair and then finally i looked up uh, some more information on misoprostol it might be called misoprostol, which will, I'll make a joke about that in a bit. But this is a drug, I forget what it's for, I don't know if it's for like ulcers or something. It's like a, it's just a normal standard drug, which in most countries is just over the counter. I mean, you got to get it at a pharmacy, but anyways, it's over the counter. Like I know in Nigeria, for instance, it's just an over the counter drug. And it's, it's because it is used for something other than abortions. Now in America, I think it's prescription only. I went on Amazon to see if you could buy some, and uh, you can. You can probably have it within two days, but you got to have a prescription. And I forget what it's normally used for. Let's just say it's used for, I don't know what, migraines or ulcers or something. So, you know, maybe you go to your doc and say, hey, doc, I got migraines, and they give you a prescription. Or what I kind of think is happening is, like, I can see blue states, you know, let's say California or, or something, saying, okay, you can ship misoprostol to anyone around the nation if you want to and then they have like a hotline that you call up and uh you know you're living in texas you can't get abortions you call up that hotline in california and they just ship it to you who knows priority mail that's two days and uh there you go but so i was trying to figure out how this stuff works and uh apparently it's pretty effective like I say, you know, Nigeria, so I, I listened to a Nigerian doctor talk about it, uh, Indonesia, that's a Muslim country. Anyways, there, like, you go to prison. They will send the doctor and the mom, or the would-have-been mom, to prison for abortions. Or at least those are the laws on the books. I don't know if they actually go through with it. But it's popular. Basically, it's popular in countries that do not allow abortion whatsoever. And I forget what it costs on Amazon. It's like 30 bucks. It is not expensive. But I wanted to know how it works. This is kind of gross, but I, so I watched a video on YouTube. I think there's more than one way of doing it. There's more than one way of doing it. It depends on how many weeks in you are or whatever. 
But this video is saying you stick uh, four pills up your hoo-ha, and then I think you wait. This is, okay, this is if you are 10 weeks or less pregnant. You stick four pills up your hoo-ha, you wait like four hours, you stick four more pills up your hoo-ha, and it's gonna be bloody. Make sure you got a place to lie down, make sure you got a toilet, and that should be it. Have a bunch of sanitary pads ready, they say. They're saying if, uh, you know, if you're gonna have to go to a doctor who's gonna be looking at your hoo-ha and see the pills, and then you're gonna be thrown in prison for a decade, then you can also hold, it, hold them under your tongue for a half hour until they dissolve. Like I said, it's gross stuff anyways. And if you throw up, well, then you gotta do it again. And like I was saying, I was listening to these two doctors, the Nigerian doctor and the Indonesian doctor, and uh, I guess in both of those countries, they created like a, a hotline, right? This is a, I forget what they call it, like an unassisted abortion. I think that's what they called it. And so, but they have this hotline. So, you know, you do it all. The, the woman at home does every bit of it herself, but there's a hotline where you can talk to someone and they'll like tell you like, oh yeah, you're going to have cramps. You know, you, you call them up, you're like, oh my God, I'm having terrible cramps. And they're like, how many hours has it been? And they're like, however many hours. And they're like, oh, that's normal. And I guess after I heard about the hoo-ha part, um, I think that's as much information as I care to know. But when these doctors are talking about, they were talking about taking the pills over a multi-week time period. And sometimes, like, you know, sometimes there has to be medical intervention. Or I should say that. If you're, if you're in a place where they're going to throw you in prison for a decade, what you tell the doctor is that you're having a miscarriage and they won't be able to tell the difference. But anyways... So there's the one way I just described, and there's also some other way that takes a few weeks, and I assume that's for when you're past 12 weeks in the pregnancy. Like I don't know, I don't know how far, I don't know how far along that goes. All right, so I guess that's enough for this podcast. Um, if I care enough, I'll go look up what the misoprostol is uh, used for, because I wish I, I wish I knew. It makes me curious. I forget what it's normally used for. So I might throw that at the end, but you know, if states start outlawing abortions and misoprostol becomes real common, uh, remember you heard it here first. Oh, and here's my, here's my joke on misoprostol. Miso horny, misoprostol. You know, I think it might be misoprostol. Anyways, Twitter handle at Religion of Woke, and thanks for listening. So I looked it up, misoprostol is for ulcers. And it made me think of another joke that you should never say. I was thinking to myself about all the women who will be taking misoprostol like candy. And then I was like, I mean, I've never taken candy. I've eaten candy, but I've never taken candy. Like, I've eaten a drumstick, but I've never taken a drumstick. You know, like, take a drumstick and call me in the morning. So I mentioned I was listening to a feminist podcast about this subject, and I don't know, maybe 20 minutes in, nothing interesting was being said. But actually, it was there. I didn't pick up on it. But then, but then they said it. Like, they were throwing in, you know, women of color this here and there, women of color that. But uh, basically, here is the narrative. Get ready for the narrative. It's coming at you. Restricting abortion is racist. You know, like all the white women 
who support abortion rights. They're a bunch of Karens. They don't understand the forced sterilization that happened 100 years ago, etc. Basically, that's the Trump card. Not the Donald Trump card, but that's the Trump card, or at least people think. If you don't like something, you call it racist. And so I think get ready to hear that abortion restrictions are racist, and that's how they think they're going to get stuff done. And I don't know. I don't think I'm going to listen to these people anymore. They, pro- I don't know. I don't know if they're going to mention, but, you know, African Americans are not pro-abortion rights. I mean, I think they're pro-life, right? They hate Republicans because they think they're racist, but uh, they don't actually agree with, you know, liberal Democrats on the abortion issue. So we'll see. I guess it's kind of like defund the police, right? Like, African Americans in poor neighborhoods are like, we need the cops. And then white liberals are like, uh, that's racist, no cops for you. And now it's going to be African Americans are like, you know what? I go to church every week, and I don't support abortion rights, and white liberals are going to be like, that's racist, no abortion rights for you, or the opposite, but you get the idea. All right, thanks for listening again.